don't cut it no more. Want a great big pipe? Oh my God, will this road trip ever end? I'm not complaining. I think this is the best show we've done yet. No, I agree. This is Houston, Texas, and great crowd. Some people, except for that guy. (laughs) And uh, we, man, what a great crowd. They they were saying, oh man, I'm sorry, only a hundred people showed up, but man, what a great crowd it was. Yeah, they're they're very interactive, very excited to be there, and we had a great time with them, even if we were. Hurried by security, we we got it done, and uh, and everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. Yeah, funny thing about security guards that have to go home at nine thirty, they get really cranky when you have to. They have to stay to let you out, so that they're just threatened to close the doors and leave. So, but we we got out on time, and and we're here with a few people now. We're gonna to talk to some of them, and our first guest is Hank Lynch. Hi, Hank. Hey, how you doing? Good to meet you. So, tell us about yourself. Who are you? And what do you do? Um, developer here in the Houston area. Uh, work over in some banking software company and uh, pretty much write, I don't know, a lot of ASP kind of .NET software, C-sharp. Is that ASP Classic? Uh, no, no, ASP.net. That's all ASP.net. Dot .net. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so. And some banking software company because they get really picky about yeah. people saying their names yeah, on the air. Very yeah. much. <laughs> so um, we know a few people in the banking software business. Is, that a, is it a big industry in this area? Uh, not so much. Not so no. much. It's mostly oil around here. So the kind of stuff you're working on on the website is internal stuff or external? Um, it's internal. A lot of server processes, stuff like that. Yeah. Anything so. interesting that uh, you want to share? Um, well, not from the bank. Uh, <laughs> more okay. stuff that I do. I kind of, uh, what I'm trying to get going right now is I've got uh, site xeo.com. I've taken a, uh, a version of community server. You guys heard of that? Sure. Okay. Sure, that's Rob Powers' product. Yeah, Rob's. Um, kind of integrated that with uh, map point software in the background and mm-hmm. kind of created a GPS-based blogging system. Nice. So it would work out for you guys, too. I swear, I just looked at your blog today, was wandering really? around looking for GPS-related stuff, and you got a little graphic that shows where you are at any given moment, if I remember correctly. Uh, No. No? Okay. No. Somebody else? <laughs> Dr. Neil <laughs> Somebody does else. that. Yeah. Now, what's the, uh, what's the website address? Uh, xcio.com. It's E-X-C-I-O.com. E- oh, I see. Are you, are you an XCIO? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking, you know. Just some strange word I pulled out. So uh, basically what it lets you do is you can geocode your individual posts. So for you guys, you're traveling around, right? So you'll be able to go to place to place. So when you're actually doing your, your blogging at the end of the night, you put in the address where you're at, zip code or whatever. And people can actually aggregate the RSS feeds by location. I'm writing a Windows Mobile 5 piece that goes on the HP... What is that? That IPAC HW6700? Mm-hmm. Put that in with the uh, GPS on that, and you can actually find out what's going on around you while you're traveling okay. around. So for us, it would be well, nobody, uh, the people that read our blog posts are only the local people, you know, from where um, we are, if we post in the area. Not necessarily. I mean, they can still read your blog. Sure. But if it's they just come another in way via filter. That, right, right, just filtering it via location. Yeah. Yeah, it's a smart idea to aggregate by location so that I don't have to think of a topic. I'm just looking for what's going on in Houston. Right. I guess the thing that makes that work is people using it for meaningful posts. 
Yeah, right. so far I'm the only guy, so you can pretty much pick up my block in my office. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I'm trying to pimp the site, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah xcio.com. So yep. is this stuff you can download and use as a developer, um, or is it an end-user thing? Well, right now it's all web-based. I'm trying to open it up a little bit, uh, working on, like, a search engine that'll kind of go along with it so people can, you know, make their own GPS-enabled blogs, and then right. I can aggregate the RSS through that. Cool. Well, um, I guess, you know, and one thing we've been asking everybody here on these shows is you know do you have anything to plug but you did that already so yep. is there anything else that you want to say uh no i just really appreciate you guys coming out this is really cool getting like the the up close and personal thing sure you know? yeah it's been so, fun for us too yeah pretty awesome and good you show. guys are a great crowd yeah, we love thanks. houston hey it's a good show all right thanks and our next guest is lewis Vasquez. Lewis, how are you? I'm doing good, Carl. Yeah. Are you tired? Yeah, uh, yeah getting tired. Because you we've drove been on the road quite a, a ways today, did you not? Definitely, yeah. We've, we've been on the road since early this morning. So, so tell us where you came from. We, we drove here to Houston from Alexandria, Louisiana. Wow. It's about a seven-hour seven hour trip. And you came just for this show? Oh, yeah. Definitely. definitely. That is so cool. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys being there for me. So you've been a, you've been a fan of the show for a while. I, I take uh, it since the day it it like came out. I just uh, totally, <laughs> totally. Well, we've had a conversation in email, haven't we? I think you were trying to convince us to come to Louisiana. I uh, don't know if I was convincing you, but I was definitely stating the obvious. <laughs> yeah, I think it came along the lines of "You better come to Louisiana." Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, I'm you. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was about what it was like. Unfortunately, we'd already had the schedule set and couldn't do it. But I, I do remember saying, I, "I hope you can come to Houston." I'm really pleased that you did. It's exciting. Yeah. It's a long way to come. We drove, you know, Memphis to Dallas. I think it's a comparable distance. It's a long, long way. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you were telling me about you know the thing that you guys do uh, in Alexandria. I guess there's not a lot of yeah. There's there. like seven of us, and so we meet over at my house and uh, uh, on Thursdays usually, which is tonight. So mm -hmm. they're, they're hopefully they'll listen to this tomorrow and, oh, cool. and, and feel like they were there. <laughs> uh, but with seven of us meet, we listen to .NET Rocks, we listen to Mondays, and then uh, we just <laughs> talk tech. That's We're just great. a bunch of geeks. Who knows? You could turn this into a real user group. Oh, well, yeah, I hope. Yeah. Oh, seven guys. That's bigger than some user groups I've run into. You should just form one. Get oh, yeah. an iNeta listing and start bringing in some speakers. Uh, we, I've thought about it. I've yeah. tried. I've put ads in papers. I can't get any response. Yeah. I'm just in a digital oasis. I see. Yeah. I see. So what do you do uh, when you're not uh, driving to Houston to watch a dot Well, at show? the same time, being in a digital oasis, uh, it's just amazing that in central Louisiana, uh, uh, how many projects come my way. Yeah. And uh, .NET has been an, an incredible solution to to all these projects that, that have come my way. So you're an independent developer? No. Uh, right now, I'm developing for a company called KJA Communications. And uh, mostly I'm developing for municipalities, for uh, uh, organizations, and for the state of Louisiana, the Department of Natural Resources. What sort of apps? Like this. Uh, a lot of it has been ASP.NET apps. Right. Uh, recently, uh, the company has allowed me to venture into some desktop software. Oh, neat. Which, which was pretty nice uh, for a, a transcription service that transmits files. And, and I got to do a lot of security stuff there because hospitals are tight about data coming in and out oh, for sure yeah and uh and if it wasn't for the dotnet framework i would have just passed 
wouldn't have been worth it to even try. Yes. A lot of skills needed to make that stuff work. Yes, and there would have been so many different types of machines and so many different situations. And and to be able to say, hey, look, if if the .NET framework is there, this app will run. That's that's pretty It's incredible. It it sounds like you're really much a a one-man band. you got to do it all to make it work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, they did give me a team, but at the same time, I'm trying to get these folks up to speed on .NET and uh, training and development. You get paid to develop, and I don't get paid to train. Sure. So so what are some of the good features of the 2.0 framework you're looking forward to? Uh, A lot of it uh, uh, is with the rapid development, of course. I I like some of the features. I love the code snippets. Uh, Those those things are working real good. uh, I just think uh, a lot of the data access models getting away from dropping adapters and stuff on yeah, the page and, right. and, and things are just going to be incredible. Absolutely. Uh, as far as development. Lewis, how long have you been programming? Uh, well, I'm 40 years old now. I've been programming since I was 15 years old. And on what? My first programming job was, was, was with a company called Whitlock Amusement Company. And I was taking applications or games video games that were written to run on a particular processor and in assembly code writing it to work on a alternate processor which processor was that it was the z80 the z80 and we were writing and we were updating the code to run on z88s and a little bit more dogged out adas and 8080s exactly you know a lot of asteroids uh stuff like that right yeah Definitely. So you did some asteroids in the 60s? This is what you're saying? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, decline to comment. Okay. I had a, uh, I got my, I cut my teeth on a TRS-80 Model 4, which oh, was yeah. a Z80-based Timex Sinclair processor. is what he gave me to learn on in order to do that code. Wow. So cool. Yeah. So here's your chance to uh, plug or push or slam or smack or anything no, you want to say. Well, I'm say not going to smack want. nobody, but <laughs> but I do post. Yeah, nobody's taking me up on that one yet, but you never but know. But if anybody, I, I get a lot of questions asked through blogs and stuff. And so whenever I get asked about code, I always post that code at a, at a website called hippiegeeks.com. Cool. And, what a uh, great name. That's awesome. And uh, basically that's because I'm like an old 40-year-old hippie geek and... That's my category. Well, you know, we're almost forty-year-old hippie geeks, so you know. Well, welcome to the club. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So, hippiegeeks.com. We'll be sure and check it out. Sure, Lewis. Thanks a lot for talking to us. Thank you very much for making the trip. Oh yeah, man. I'll I'll make it again if if you guys come close. (laughs) Just just you know, come within five hundred miles. We're stuck going to Louisiana next time. You know that. Right. Well, you make sure and email the show from now now and again. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Take care. Thank you. And here is none other than Marcus Egger. Hi, Ar- hi, Marcus. Hey, how are you doing? Doing okay. Glad to be here in your hometown. Great, great to have you here. And you know, I totally forgotten you were here. And then I was looking at the uh, the loot table, and there were so many code magazines. I'm like, why do these guys have so many code magazines? Tons and tons. And then I was, in walks Marcus Egger. I'm like, well, duh. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, he, you're like the candy man with the code magazines. You just, you know, you push them away everywhere you can. You push them out. Here, the first one's free. Yeah. <laughs> first one's well, free. We, we work a lot with user groups and, yeah. you know, they can, can contact us and, and we'll get them copies. And in fact, we just have had a push for that. So you know, a, yeah. lot of, a lot of user group people that contact us can get free copies for their members and so forth. So Great. if anybody is interested, just send me an email and I'll hand you over to the right person. 
What is your email address? Uh, Marcus, M-A-R-K-U-S, at code-magazine.com. Yeah. And we love Code, of course, because you publish our, our uh, article in there, heard on .NET Rocks. That's right. We take some transcriptions. Wouldn't it be funny if we took this show right here and made that the column for the Code Magazine? That'd be kind of useless, wouldn't it, come to think of it? <laughs> we shouldn't do that. That's a, a recursive article. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, the magazine would just implode on itself. It would, yeah. It would cause a stack overflow or something. Definitely. <laughs> so. <laughs> the sad thing is, we all got that joke. <laughs> so, uh, so what's uh, what's on the horizon for Code Magazine? What is well? First of all, what is your subscription base these days? How many people are um, reading this thing? We have about uh, 35,000 or so. We're an audited publication, so we're just under 35,000. I don't know what the latest numbers are, 33-something. Wow, that's a great number. So, uh, yeah, we're pretty happy with that. I mean, we're steadily growing. Mm -hmm. um, we're actually the only magazine that's growing at this point as far yeah. as the audited circulation goes. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a tough industry to be in these days. With the amount of data available in other forms, it's tough to be paper. Yeah, in a way that's true. I think uh, I think there's opportunities as well, though, because you know on the internet there's so much stuff that's just available, and you can go out and you can find it. But uh, you know, among with all that stuff, there's a lot of let's just call it subpar quality. How about and crap? That 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 was the word I was I trying like to avoid. Yes, <laughs> but I guess I'm, this being .NET Rocks, I'm just I think, trying to summarize. All right, for you, it's man. crap. <laughs> Let us say it. You don't have no, to. No, not it. all of it is crap, of course. But uh, you have to go through. You have to filter it out. Plus, it's information that you pull, right? So, if new technology comes out, let's say Visual Studio Team System, then you probably don't just go out and just randomly search the web for new stuff, right? You you might be just interested in once a month or once every other month getting some new information to you that's solid information, well edited. And then if you need more information, you can go out on the internet and find a lot more. Sounds right? like you structure your editorial calendar around, you know, what's not going to be easy to find online, that kind of specialized sure, information. Sure, yeah, exactly. Because that's, you know, that's, I think, the place of the printed magazine today. And of course, we're also trying to do a lot online. We have online only content at this point and and uh, a lot going on on the website, so... But, you know, one thing I noticed about your magazine, really long articles, right? And, you know, these aren't just articles, not just short, quick readers. These are, you know, like the Miguel Castro articles on web controls. I read the part two the other day. It's like 17 pages long. <laughs> and no yeah, ads. That's, that's right. And I think that uh, that has to do with the way we publish the magazine. Because usually when you write for a publication... They say, well, what do you have to write about? And they say, well, this, that, or the other. And then they say, well, you have 4,000 words to write about yeah. that or whatever it is. And we usually don't do that. We just go out and tell people to write whatever they, whatever it is that they have to write. And then we go in and we look at it. Uh, if it gets too boring or whatever, we edit it out. But we give people the room to publish whatever it is that needs to be published about a certain subject. I mean, I remember looking at that article and thinking, wow, I can't believe you published this. I've had enough experience in, in the editorial side of things. You know, anything over six, seven pages, that's it. You stop. So I'm impressed that you did well, it. Well, it's, it's challenging a little bit, right? Because planning-wise, it makes it harder. You know, you have one more or less article, it basically adds another eight pages to the magazine. That it also sort of makes stuff. the magazine more valuable. I mean, it's A lot not of just, people tell us they like yeah. that. You know, there's a lot of people that read an unnamed other magazine where they usually say, well, after I read an article, I know less than I knew before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there's other... Uh, 
other magazines and and you know I'm a magazine nut. I read most of them cover to cover anyway. But you know, there's some where I sometimes feel okay. I read this article and it was very long, mm. and it wasn't a real reason. So we try to avoid that as well. We just try to sure. give people exactly the space that they feel is adequate, and we try to help them with that. But we won't cut them off, nor will we ask them to add another page or anything like that. So besides code-magazine.com and and anything like that, is there anything else that you're working on that you want to plug? Or? Well, the the one big thing that we are doing right now is a special issue that we are producing actually together with Microsoft, which focuses on mobility and tablet PC development. Hey. Um, which I think is a very cool thing. It's a full-size magazine, but it's a special issue of code. It's called a Code Focus magazine. Mm-hmm. And the really cool thing about it, it's completely free for everyone. So just go to the Code uh, website, sign up, and we'll send you a free copy, no strings attached. Very cool. Nicely done. Obviously, you made a deal with Microsoft to make that happen. That's right. So uh, we're working. And, and that's also kind of cool because of the content that we have is partially uh, from within the team, things that are not readily available otherwise, uh, anything from... Today's tablet PC and mobile PC development, battery-aware applications, uh, network-aware apps, all that stuff, to things that will come in Vista that nobody else knows at this point because we worked with the team members to get that. And it's totally free. That's great. Hey, you know, I got a question for you. So I open up code and I see this page one, two, page two spread for something that I can't get called the Milos Framework. What the hell is that? So the Milos Solution Platform is something that we do in our main business, which uh, a lot of people don't know that, but Code Magazine is just a small part of our business. We're actually mostly a software shop. And Milos is our platform that we build software on. And it's actually not true that you can't get it. You can get it. Um, and if you're interested in speeding up development significantly, just come to eps-software.com uh, and check so it out. So I guess you get it by hiring EPS to uh, There's a number a... of ways to get it. Oh, okay. Let's just leave it at But it's not something that we are... You can't download it. You can't download that. it. It's not something that you'd probably be happy with if you just, uh, you know, you want a new framework, you want to build apps right. in five minutes or a half a day, Okay. Uh, then that's not what it is. But if you want to take an application that will probably take you five years to develop and you want to take it to two or three years, then that's probably a good product for you. And if that's your scenario, or even, you know, a year and you want to do it in four months, that sort of stuff, if cool. that's your scenario, stop by the site, check it out. Contact us and we'll help you. It's a funny thing about you, Marcus. I mean, I've, you and I have known each other a long time. We've been in a lot of conferences and things. And most people know you about your magazine, but you're actually a hardcore developer. I mean, a very serious thinker about building software for a long time, a lot of years. That's right. In some wingy languages, as I recall, too. Well, I don't even know what you're referring yeah, to. Yeah, right? I didn't think so. <laughs> we'll call it a language barrier. Yeah, we call it yeah, the, the F word. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's right. I've done Fox Pro development in the past and... Um, pretty happy about it too, because a lot of the object-oriented stuff that's going on in the .NET framework, uh, you know, we've had in Foxpro for ten years. A lot of people from the former Fox team have uh, moved into .NET, and uh, that's where a lot of a lot of the code models, a lot of the objects models, uh, are very similar. So, in a lot of ways, Fox developers have a lot of advantages. There. See, I always saw Fox as the test bed for anything new Microsoft was doing, because that way, if it was really awful, it's like three guys they annoyed. <laughs> 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 but it was good, then they moved it over to the other tools. <laughs> yeah, well, luckily, I guess they uh, didn't annoy too many people there, except for the marketing. But, yeah, it was in a lot of ways. Like, you know, looking back, I mean, it's the first Win32 app sure. ever. It was the first app that uh, used OCXs. So, yeah, it's, it's right in a lot of ways. Sure. And, of course, you know, I learned quite a few things from you about uh, object-oriented architecture. One of the biggest One of the biggest tips I got from you is to... Just com- completely subclass all the controls in Windows and use those as your base classes directly. 
instead of using the base classes directly, right. use that class. Use the grade layout. That little tip, uh, you know, every time I give that to somebody, they come back to me and said, man, that little tip just saved me, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Plus, you know, aggravation. it's very uh, a good thing to do in general. And it's also a good way to learn more about object-oriented development because in a visual environment, say you subclass a button and you change the font and so forth, that gives you... Uh, is is an easy way to understand object-oriented development, I think, and then get into the more heavy-duty stuff. Yeah, so. flexibility. It's all mm-hmm. about that. All right, Marcus. Well, uh, great talking to you. Again, we're very happy right. to be here in your town. Glad to see you again. All Thanks. right. So our next guests are Jay and Tracy Sawyer. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Ah, sharing a microphone. That's good. So probably the only married couple I know that actually has a meaningful dinnertime conversation <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna fly back home. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Yeah. You know, my my wife is resigned to the fact that she just doesn't ask me what I did today. I mean, I she's my wife's a nurse. You know, I I watch ER. I know. You know, had a jaundiced baby. I had to give a colostomy. Whatever. You know, I can understand that. She you has, need to give a colostomy for jaundice. No, no, no. Sex. <laughs> different cases. Different cases. <laughs> She has more than one patient in a day. I was just wondering there. No, 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 no. So, you know, but then she says, what did you do today? And I said, oh, I wrote some strongly typed assemblies and deployed them to the GAC. Okay. Anyway, how are you guys doing? We're doing pretty great. A little doing tired good. this evening. A little tired. So uh, what is each of your roles here in the user group and in Microsoft? What do you do? Uh, for the user group, I run the, I'm the chair for the speaker committee. I'm the treasurer. Um, and generally the person that just generates all the fun in the user group. And didn't we <laughs> see you on some show? What yes, show was that? You did. You saw me on the pilot for Code Room. Oh, of course. Code Room. Yeah. And you were the real friendly one, right? Right. That's I was right. the friendly one. Yes. <laughs> and Chris Menengay was in that. And, uh, Russ Fastino was the sort of the, the ringleader there. And uh, who else am I missing? Oh, Scott Belaware was on that. And somebody else. That was it? I think that's it. Okay. So, Jay, you're the DE in this, these here parts? Yep. I'm the DE in these here parts. So, what is your region generally? Uh, I cover South Texas and Louisiana. Okay. So, this is pretty cool that you guys work together. It's, as I say, you know, it's pretty impressive. You know, I'm a bit jealous, actually, come to think that, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. it's, 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 it's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Tracy comes home from work and talks about, you know, support calls or cool code that she wrote, or she'll call me in the middle of the day asking, you know, I need to do this. How do I need, how, how do I do this? Is this yeah. right? So, that I'm going to take if I'm going to move this out of here. See, this is a solid relationship right here. <laughs> solid. <laughs> so, how did it go tonight? Re- user group speaking. Y'all rock. Aww. You guys, .NET rock rocks. Y'all just, it was amazing. It was the coolest meeting. Everybody was fired up. Everybody had a lot of energy. People stayed until 10 o'clock, which is really, really a lot we, for we them. We ran over, definitely. Oh, wow. I was I was just really thoroughly impressed with both your presentations. It was a great, great presentation from both of you. Well, thanks. 
Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, I, th- I thought the presentations were excellent. I thought you guys had a lot of energy and a lot of enthusiasm. Right. I mean, I, I certainly know what it's like to, to do get the up same presentation over <laughs> and over yeah. and over again you know, and still keep it interesting. We're both experienced speakers. and We know the actual challenge of doing this talk after doing it this many times is to make it fresh every time. That's the job. You've got to be pumped. I know what I'm going to say, but it's new for them, so it should be new for me. That's right. And it's, it's tough. And you guys did a great job. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, so what's a typical day like for you, Jay? Um, I don't know if there is a typical day. <laughs> <laughs> what's your day job? They're all, they're all kind of different. I mean, it, it depends on what's going on. I mean, I, I could be, um, you know, working from home, dealing with email and, mm-hmm. and programmatic stuff. I could be, you know, going here, going there, doing customer presentations and, and meetings at customers. I could be flying to New Orleans and doing stuff there. I mean, it's just, it's ever-changing. I guess the launch is probably owning your space right now. Uh, launch, is, launch is taking up a lot of time. Um, you know, certainly getting all the content and getting it ready for my speakers and going through it and making sure I know all the content. Uh, certainly that's taking up quite a bit of time, too. Yeah. But we've got until December 6th. Right, right. You know, it's not like it's next week for you. You've got That's a little right. more time. Yeah, so we've got a we've got a buffer zone before it gets really bad. So I'm just pulling something out of left field here. Maybe you guys one of you guys can answer. What's the wackiest thing that's ever happened here? As far as As far as the user group goes. <laughs> oh. Wackiest thing. Define wacky however you want. Most unusual, uh fortuitous. Well, you know, usually you know, it's it's a standard formula. Speaker comes in and talks to the group, and everybody listens and asks a couple questions. I mean, everybody gets that. But for our group, we do kind of a little special thing for our raffle. Okay. And what it's called .NET Rocks, ironically. <laughs> 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 and and we started that. I, I actually started that. It was uh, about a year ago. Um, sitting around, we do a raffle, and people would win stuff, and they would say, "Yeah, it's me." You know, and they get free stuff. And, you know, it's I, I like generating excitement around .NET. You know, I, I want people to... Coding is fun. Writing software is fun. You know, why should we sit around and, you know, be bored about it? You know, have more excitement around it. So I wanted them to yell something, you know, but bingo didn't really work. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, how about .NET rocks? Yeah. So everyone started... And I, I made a rule. I said, all right, when y'all win... You have to yell .NET rocks in the most craziest, creative, innovative way you can possibly imagine. And whoever does the craziest, most innovative way wins, you know, extra, extra stuff from us, money usually from Best Buy. Nice. Yeah. And so uh, as we met, as we uh, saw tonight, you know, it started out like .NET rocks. Yeah. Right. And the next one was .NET rocks. You know, and then it get a little more exciting. And finally, some guy got up and did like the funky chicken or something. What <laughs> right. was that? Right, right. Um, I've actually, I got, I have video. Uh, we now started filming these guys doing it because we do hear some really, there was, there was actually two really crazy ones that just really stick out in my mind. One is Tarzan Man. <laughs> this guy comes up and he screams .NET rocks and he does it beating his chest like he's Tarzan. Awesome. It was it was so cool. And then another guy <laughs> did um another guy actually did like a, a backflip or a round off or something in the middle of the room. Oh screaming my God. .NET rocks while he did it. 
Wow. That was kind of scary. We were afraid he was going to run into a desk or a chair or a person or, yeah. or something. And then, and then, I broke my leg and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. But don't forget that, that other guy who got up and did the, the Elvis kind of thing, moving his hips. And I mean, we had to like cover the eyes of the children and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I can't forget that one. That, that I was scarred. <laughs> Well, it's all good fun. So, so what is the thing that you guys want to plug individually or collectively? Uh, got the mic is yours. Say what you want. I have nothing to plug. All the stuff that I do and writes all internal to a company. So, nothing. Say hi, mom. Or oh, yeah. You know, Houston.net user group is one of the best user groups I think in the country. I really do. I mean, we're we're an we have an incredible group of really dedicated, fun, exciting people that. Just come in order to learn about .NET, share their experiences with .NET, and, um, you know, if you ever want to be, if you're ever in Houston on the second Thursday of every month, uh, you can go to www.hdnug.org and you can sign up and, and come visit us at one of our events and participate in .NET Rocks. Yeah, and if you beat your chest like Tarzan, you get a free mug. <laughs> That's right. And you get mentioned on .NET Rocks. That's right. <laughs> How about you, Jay? Got anything well, else? Well, um, of course, you know, typical stuff, Visual Studio 2005. You know, certainly it's available today. Yeah. So very exciting stuff. Um, you know, I've certainly been, I've pretty much only been in Visual Studio 2005 since like November, December of last yeah. year. So um, I'm really excited about that. Really excited about the launch. Um, I guess just, you know, uh, typical stuff. You know? Okay. It's, it's a, it's a good day to be at Microsoft. It's a good day today. The, it was released, right? We didn't mention this. So, oh yeah, that, yeah. that's right. Today. That's right. Um, that's As right. We talked recording. about it at the, at the user group and I, I forgot to, you know, yeah, the whole, I forgot about it too. The whole train of thought. Yeah. But yeah, actually today, um, visual studio 2005 and SQL server 2005 are posted up on MSDN. Subscriber downloads mm -hmm. for MSDN subscribers to download and start playing with the official released RTM yeah. bits. Day has finally come. It's exciting stuff. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for talking to us, and it's been a pleasure talking to your group. Thanks. You bet. Our next guest is Jason Wojtek. Hi, Jason. Hello. How are you? What do you do? Uh, basically, I'm a managing partner with PC Rescue. Uh, basically, what we started as a uh, repair company obviously and we've kind of best word i can come up with is we exploded into everything else wow pc rescue so you're kind of like geek squad before the geek squad yeah and maybe actually we have to pay the bills <laughs> ah. aren't you in a hard drive recovery and crazy stuff like that as well absolutely yeah i'm sure i've had a friend of mine sent you uh, compact flash cards to recover i don't think so no, maybe different not. pc rescue you can scratch that. Strike. <laughs> no, that's okay. So is, is it just uh, data recovery or what? Now, you basically, say you got into a lot of things. What happened is I was fixing people people's computers just on the side. And now it's turned into fixing servers, fixing PCs. Now I'm a system builder that delivers new PCs and networks and servers and sundry other things. Such as? Anything from software to we build apps. We ISV VAR. Just a one-stop shop kind of thing. Unfortunately, sometimes. Yeah. So are you finding that it's hard to specialize and stay in business? or No, I'm pretty specialized. It's just yeah. if it makes our company money, then we do it. 
Right. Okay. So where where's your role as a developer fit in all this? Uh, basically, right now we're writing for three different lines of or types of uh, applications. Mm-hmm. One is a healthcare application, mm-hmm. utilizing basically it's a backbone. We'll take the existing software that's in place mm-hmm. that doesn't talk to each other. Yeah. And basically, what we'll do is we'll write a backbone, which used to be Unix, and now we're trying to move it towards Microsoft. So it's all HL7 interfacing, that kind of fun stuff? Actually, I have no idea. Oh, uh, it's not your problem? No. Okay. <laughs> I just spent enough time in healthcare to know some of the pain that's in there. Yes. So what sort of stuff do you work on? Uh, basically, right now, all I do is make sure that our applications are running. I use a lot of like VSTO uh, and uh, basically InfoPath. Mm-hmm. That's my main function is making sure that it'll integrate in, say, a tablet PC environment. Right. So you got any stories of pain for our listeners? Uh, or prob- pleasure, for that matter? <laughs> Probably the best one I have is one particular hospital that we use is still using a, a particular backbone. And they have basically about 190 telemetry channels, Ooh. which you can see they have both transmit and receive. Telemetry channels being heart monitoring, that exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. And... Not only that, but their servers are running anything from P1 to P4, and their data backbone runs P1 to P4. Ooh. So you can obviously see the integration problem there. Yeah. So there's some 98 boxes and older than that in that mess, I'm sure. Um, 95 nah, boxes. Yeah. You know, friends don't let friends one win 95. Yes. <laughs> or 3.1. How often are you rebooting those boxes? Uh, well, since it's... Uh, I would never mention that it's a kayak machine, but it. <laughs> the service manual has basically a joke written into it that says you cross your fingers when you reboot it because the power supply will or will not run on reboot. It was a joke we wrote into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, needless to say, lots of challenges with this and not something you can just replace. <laughs> Hardware wise, yeah, he's laughing. <laughs> well, replace <laughs> what a foolish idea you have. It's a very interesting thing when you're dealing with certain in- industries like healthcare. Yeah, they have something about. Wait a minute, that would cost us money, and that's still kind of running. Yeah, <laughs> but I got another piece of duct tape. That's all I can afford. <laughs> Actually, yes, yes. But then on the other hand, they charge exorbitant fees to the insurance companies for oh, yes. minor things. And actually, one of the things we're looking at doing is we're taking an X sixty four architecture uh, with the new dual core, yeah. and we're going to be running the new dual core using their basically Windows XP uh, mm. Pro as the backbone right now mm. until we get our software up and running. Cool. And that'll basically reduce their server time or server cost overall from about 93 servers to about 20. So you get the right machine. You could just run a whole bunch of instances of virtual server. You could replace all those Windows 95 boxes with virtual Windows 95 boxes. Now, isn't that a good idea? Hmm? Don't tell me I never have good ideas, Richard Campbell. <laughs> that was a rhetorical question, right? There you go. <laughs> well, at least they reboot faster. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, okay. Here's your chance to uh, plug or smack down or do whatever you want. Say hi, mom, or anything else. Okay. Um, basically, we've got a site that's going live on November 15th. It's pcrescue.biz. Uh, B I Z for those of y'all who can't spell like me. That's why I have spell check. And <laughs> also, of course, I have to say hi to my daughters, Aaron and Katie, and my wife, Deirdre. Great. 
been nice talking to you. Thank you. Thanks. And our next guest is Kurt Charney. Hi, Kurt. Hey, how you doing? So tell us about yourself. Well, been uh, in software development quite a while. Uh, kind of like, um, what's it, Lance? Lewis. Lewis. Okay, yeah, it's, it's been since 15. I, I got into it uh, right around that time frame as well. Started doing uh, uh, different development on the Apple II and the uh, the Tandy. And the, I had a Timex Sinclair as well back then. Oh, wow. <laughs> so started doing all those different little things. So, uh been a lot of different languages, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. but now I'm doing a lot of most of .NET. Anything I can do in .NET, I'll do it there. Since version one, or yeah, since version one. Mm-hmm. Great. So, what's your your day job like? Well, I do uh, a little bit of everything. It's hard to actually get a title, but uh, I just uh, change jobs from R and D over to consulting. But they made a special spot for me, so I'm kind of like R and D consulting. Ah. So I can actually develop apps to meet customers' needs, and actually I go out and train and teach and a lot of database work involved with different things in SQL and Oracle. And uh, but it just as as needs come up, I develop a solution to to solve it. So it's it's great. It's totally flexible. I love it. <laughs> so is this company work for uh, an IT company? Or? It's a uh, um, Halliburton Landmark Graphics. Okay. Yeah, Halliburton. What, yeah, sure. All these different names now. I heard that name somewhere before. Yeah, somewhere the there. News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, the news. So you go to Dick's house for Christmas uh, parties and stuff. Yeah. And we're still Landmark. We're the software oh, okay. development shop of it. We're not the uh, the actual. No, that's not yeah. us. Yeah. Honest, honest, honest. To God, I'm playing the fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're looking forward to the new versions of uh, ASP.NET and VB.NET and all yeah, that. Yeah, I'm looking for. I haven't been able to really play with them much because I'm so busy to you know with everything else. I do have virtual PC and I use it all the time with different things for so many different environments. You know, I have. Uh, Especially when a customer has a lot of these old things, I use virtual PC to. I have virtually every operating system out there with virtual PC and just start it up, you know. And sure, you to, try it all. I mean, it's great for testing different platforms. Oh, it's awesome! It's awesome. You know, the only thing you can't really test is hardware options, but certainly yeah. spinning all the different operating systems is, and different languages for operating exactly. systems as well. You know, it saves a lot of grief. Plus the, the, the journaling feature, being able to unwind it, try it again. Yep. Unwind it, try yep. it again until you get it right. And then when you have the service back, yeah. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, that we, now that we worry about service yeah. backs, they, they always work first try. No problem. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah, nobody ever has bugs either. Yeah, it's good with the virtual PC too because when it actually happens, you can actually just save the session and bring it to the developer and say, see, look it. <laughs> it's on your machine too now. <laughs> yep, stop right at that very moment. Just exactly. close it, save in state, you and power back up right in the air. Exactly. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. So what are some of your favorite features that uh, you're looking forward to here in the new version? Um, oh, there's a whole slew of them with different things. But um, a lot of the stuff that uh, you guys showed tonight, you know, yeah. I mean. and uh, Building web apps or Windows apps? Or? Well, actually, with a web app, I do a lot with the web apps. I use uh, .NET Nuke. Okay, sure. And, oh, that, that a lot of just, people on the trip using .NET Nuke. Oh, wow. it is incredible. It is such a time saver with things. Yeah. And uh, I do a lot of custom development with them. I'm, I'm actually developing our website now um, for uh, for time scheduling and everything else and, and just using .NET Nuke for it. And it's, it's just incredible. It's just such a time saver. So building components for .NET Nuke to, uh, to yeah. do the scheduling part? Yeah, b- building custom components and uh, you know uh, building all the different uh, little layers of it. And the security is already there. It's, it's incorporated with the ASP. Right, right. And that 2.0 model with everything. So it's, it's just awesome. It just saves so much time. So you figure you're going to carry .NET Nuke forward to, to ASP 2.0? Oh, yeah. I mean, an awful lot of .NET Nuke stuff is now part of ASP. Uh, 2.0. Exactly. You know, all of those things are now moved into it. Not yep. that they were the same code base, but it makes you wonder how much uh, .NET Nuke is essential when you've got that capability now. It's just out of the box. 
Yeah. Well, there's what's really cool about .NET is that the community is just so open source with so many right. things. You can get components for so inexpensive, and they and they give you the source code that you can buy with it. So then you get it's a great starting point for launching so many other things and then customizing it. So you're going to roll the code you're writing into the open source space. Uh, well, it's kind of internal code. So it, uh, if I if I actually get to the point where I write something, I sell it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or or write something and that I can give away right. externally. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. So did you enjoy the show tonight? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I had a great time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You guys are definitely entertaining. I, I've given a lot of presentations myself with things, too, and sometimes it's, it's just hard to, to keep people going with things. You guys did a great job, and especially even having PowerPoint and doing a great job, that says a lot there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, it's, sort of, it's sort of a challenge to just be able to you know, show off that way, but yeah. you'll notice I have a good collection of props, too. Oh, yes. Yes, the props help. Well, what, what saves Richard is that, you know, he did like 15 minutes on the first slide, had nothing to do with the slide, yeah. right? He's just talking about the toys that he has and all the cool exactly. difference between G, GSM yep. and, yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, here's your chance to plug something or, or slam something or anything that you want to say. <laughs> well, um, actually, I plugged something. I'm, I'm working with um, another developer. Um, actually, he's over in China. And uh, we've uh, got a, a product called uh, Com Express. It's yeah. a code generator, and it's uh, at www.shoutsoft.com, mm -hmm. and uh, it generates uh, full, uh, it'll generate C-sharp or VB.net. It's fully template-based. You can customize it for anything you want. It'll develop mm. VB6 wow. as well, and wow. uh, it, it supports the CSLA uh, framework. Rocky's framework, great. Mm -hmm. Rocky, yeah, it's totally incorporated with all of that, and it actually has a whole GUI um, thing. So you design the forms, and you can do regeneration, like you were speaking of, with different things. Right, and right. it's got a whole section that will not be overwritten with each of the things. And it's got derived forms, and you can uh, and you do this without partial classes, obviously. Well, it's so not 2005 yet. So there's pieces, yeah. So there's pieces in the in the code that you generate that you say, if it's between here and here, don't touch exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, and so what you a can great put that feature. in there. And it's also got uh, derived forms on there, so you can actually customize the whole form, and it'll actually it won't touch that that whole other. You know, like dot, dot VB. Section. That sounds fantastic. So it's, it's Shoutsoft. Awesome. Shoutsoft.com. Exactly. Excellent. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. And All right. Thank you so much. Keep in touch. Thanks for coming. Okay. Well, Richard, that means there's only four shows left. Four real shows left, but six cities. Actually, none of we're going to do four shows shows, but we're probably going to do a show in San Francisco, a .NET Rocks online, right? Yeah, we'll, I think we'll record a show. And then in, in Dev Connections, we're going to do our classic right. .NET Rocks so live. So we've got six more of these. Yes. But four live shows. shows. Yes, or, 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 or road trip shows. <laughs> yeah, yes. right. Well, How are you doing? You hanging in there? Yeah, I'm hanging in. Yeah. No problem. You know, we said this to each other last night, and I, I'd like to put it on the air now, is that People are wondering how we can keep doing these shows day after day after day. And I realize it's because we end with this every right. day by sitting down and doing what we really wanted to do, which was interviewing the listeners. Yep. That's what it's all about. We're for recharged us. for the next day every time. Yep. So, so thank you guys. Thanks very much. Yay! And we'll, yeah, we'll see you in Austin tomorrow. <laughs>